Hello everyone, welcome to Harmonic Heart, where a music blog dedicated to showcasing musicians' stories and talent. I'm your host, Chris Millette. I'm excited to have artist B. Gibbs on the show today for an interview. B. Gibbs is an artist from Maryland, and his new album, Love Me Now, is set to release this month in October 2020. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me. Hello. Yeah, man, this is great. Um, excited um, to have you here. Yeah, we just actually just connected over Instagram and we're both um, DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia based artists. Yeah, from the DMV, baby. Hey, haha. Um, <laughs> man, um, so yeah, I'm excited to learn about your music journey. Um, I was reading on your website that the sister act had a lot to do with you really getting involved with music. And I'd love to hear more about that. Like, what was that like when you first watched it and what like enthralled you kind of spark this music right here? <laughs> okay, so, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that being part of my journey. Okay, so mm -hmm. basically um, I was like age 10 probably and I was, it was a summer day and I had like a gray t-shirt on, like blue jeans, the blue shorts. I can remember it was the clearest, like my blue sky day. And I was watching a movie and I'm like, okay, nuns dancing. Okay, whatever. This, this should be weird. And my, my interest at the time, it's like the early 2000s. And so, you know, I didn't have a lot of money growing up as a kid. So we would always go thrifting for, you know, movies and stuff like that. So it was a VHS of the, 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 of the movie. So, you know, we had a VCR and everything. So when I say I feel like I was born in the wrong time period, I feel like I was born in the wrong time period. So I put the, you know, put the VHS in. And so I'm watching it with my younger brother. Um, so, you know, he's about five, I'm 10. And so we're watching it and I'm just like, okay, you know? And so I'm like, it starts out, it's a, it's a singing montage in the beginning. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's catchy. Whenever I'm with him, something inside, inside, I'm burning. Ooh, I'm like, okay, this is, this is dope. So I'm watching it, you know, it has, it has a plot and it's sticking in and it has all this, you know, all the great dancing and, and the musical. And then it also has the religious, you know, it's based, it's religious based, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. And so when I watched it, I was like, okay, you know, it's keeping me entertained, you know, as a 10 year old, you know, I'm like, okay, well, all right. You know, my teacher span not that, not that long, but okay, I'm, I'm involved. Mm -hmm. And so I watch it and I'm just, I'm just taken in by all the singing part. Cause I'm like, wow, like these people really are not playing with me. Like they, they, they got them right. Acapella, do, 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 I'll tell soprano, you did your part. It was really, it was an experience that I never felt the same afterwards, honestly. Cause I was like, wow, I've never seen anybody. Or I would say, I've never even seen, I've never seen music in that way before. I've always like, you know, listen to this, you know, listen to music in a car or listen to music on the radio when my mom plays it in the house. But to see it presented that way in front of me was like, what just happened? So when the movie was over, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I gotta watch that again. So <laughs> I used to watch it, watch it and watch it and rewind it and watch it until one day it broke. But, <laughs> wow. but I was just so... I was just so taken back by the fact that, you know, I've never, I mean, I've been to church before, but the choirs in this movie was different. Like they were all little white nuns and, you know, Whoopi Goldberg was that one black nun. And right. it was just, I don't know. It was just, it was different. And I was just like, whoa, mm -hmm. this is crazy. And I think I like it. Yeah, there's, it sounds like a lot of elements of the movie really stuck out to you. 
it's interesting yeah. how she was, you know, Whoopi Goldberg was, I mean, her character was, you know, a leader and had that type of influence over those nuns. And yeah, I think it was her strong, like her presence, as well as like her attitude. And it was like her, her, it's like, okay, well, look, I'm a damsel in distress. Yes, you know, things have happened in the beginning, but look, you know, we're here for a reason and this is what y'all gonna do. This is what we need to do to get it done. So I like, I like the the character as a whole and I like the plot as a whole. And I like all the movie components that came along with the movie to present it the way it did. I love, I, I love the movie actually. It's not one of my favorite movies, but it is definitely a staple in my career. Um, um, how do you think that movie has influenced your artistry? Wow. Um, I would say the fact that the movie, the songs were so upbeat in the beginning and then towards the middle of the movie, the songs were kind of like, you know, throwbacks like 1960s eras of, of you know, arrangements and music and all that good stuff. So I think it influenced me in a way of kind of, taking the non-traditional route mm -hmm. to kind of make it your own. So like, for instance, in the, in the montage with her singing in the choir, I will follow him, follow him wherever he may go. Ooh, there isn't an ocean to the, to the mountain so high he can be, keep me away. Yes, and it's like okay. okay. The original was way different. The nineteen sixty version is like you know, real. Well, you're you're freezing up on us here, but you're back. It looks like. Oh, oh! Can you hear me? I oh. can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Okay, you hear me. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think we're going in and out, but um, so yeah, I didn't even re I didn't realize that song was out before like in the 60s you said oh, okay yeah the um it's by some group i can't remember the name right now but it's, it's like an old song and oh, okay. it's so funny that they kind of made it like a you know a song to fit you know a group of all these women have basically making a choir song it's like what wait a minute and so to me it was like wow this is cool i may be wrong you, Hey, oh, I mean, crucifix I'm, me if I'm wrong with the time period, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a 1960 song. No, nah, I mean, yeah, I believe you. I just, um, I, I'm just showing how little I know about music, but yeah, um, no, that's really interesting. That makes sense. Um, let me see, let me see. Hmm. That's a good point. And, um, it seems like you know, you as an artist, you're working to. Have your own lane and to be able to merge genres and do various um incorporate various elements yeah i i like that i like growing up i always was exposed to r b so like my major influences you know were like luther vandross and tony braxton of course tony braxton was a crazy 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 artist and i still love her today and Mariah Carey and um, who else were my inspirations? So mixed with Brandy, you can hear you will hear a lot of Brandy like in some of like some of the things that I do um, going forward in my career. And because I have a lot of stuff I've been working on recently, I have like a huge catalog of music that I haven't even released yet. It's like fifty some songs oh, wow. that I just make for fun. But it's you know it's it's me, and I just had a major influence in all those r&b people and i feel like 
when you listen to their music, it was always, it was, it adapted and changed with the times, but it was always them because you knew about their voice, their diction, their enunciation, their, their background, their, their, their persona that when they, as soon as they hit the track, it's like, okay, you know, oh, that's Tony. Oh, oh I know who that is. Oh, oh, that's Luther. I don't know who that is. What? That's my right. You hear that? You hear that note? You hear that? Right. set up? Yeah, that's my right. Mm. I love that. Um, one thing I'm really curious about and what I, you know, one of the things that inspired this podcast is the, the early stages, you know, of artist development. Um, you know, so you said around 10 years old, you, um, you know, you're enthralled by Sister Act. Um, yeah. And then, you know, here we are, you, you know, clearly talented um, singer and you approach your writing conceptually and here we are, um, you know, with Love You Now, you know, essentially 15 years later. So I'm kind of curious. Um, Don't tell my age now. Hey, I mean, Ooh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's on, you know, the website. <laughs> are you know about, no, I understand. <laughs> but, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what were some of the, um, yeah, would you say, I don't know, yeah, just I'm curious about kind of, what were the in-between stages and how did you kind of grow your skills and develop? Um, so funny story, the in-between stages were from 10 to now. Um, I, of course, you know, had high school. I went to a military academy. I did go to a traditional high school. So um, what kind did, of know, academy all did the, you A military academy. So I did, you know, all the, the ROTC stuff. Oh. But unfortunately, I couldn't go into the Army due to me having um, asthma. So I basically found something else to do. So I went to college and I actually have a bachelor's degree in interior design. Oh, really? Yeah, but it wasn't, so this, this, I'm building everything. So uh, a year, the the program was for four years, I'm sorry, five years. And half, basically the halfway mark, I was like, hey, well, you know what? This is not something that I felt like I would consider myself doing, you know, forever because I felt like, I felt like it was more of a, um, a have to than a want. Mm. And so I just was like, hey, well, what else can I do that brings me joy? And, and you know, I won't have to feel like it's being forced upon me. And, and in that moment, it wasn't forced upon me, but it's like, well, you got all the student loans, you got all this money, you better finish your degree, you better figure it out. Yeah. And so I finished the degree, but I felt like at the midway mark, I was like, this is not for me. I can remember, I can remember vividly because it was like springtime and I just was like, okay, this is just, this is not something I want to do. And I used to always put my music in while, you know, doing my work and I would always put Pandora on when I was, when that was still, you know, a thing. Pandora's not a thing anymore, but, you know, and so I would put Pandora on and listen to, you know, my R&B people and my pop people and I just was like you know this is you know music is always something that I've always had an interest in but I never really took it like okay yeah I'm, I'm gonna do music oh, okay so and then when I was in college I was like you know what there's something else that's out there for me that I know I'm gonna be crazy at and so and so I just kind of finished my degree and then um, fast forward to a couple of years after graduation I was like, okay well I gotta figure out something else I'm gonna do because you know you get older every single day you're not getting any younger so I was like, well, maybe I should do music. And so I started writing and um, not to leap backwards, but in elementary school, I used to like write poems all the time. And one of my poems actually was published, the published. One of my poems was published in a book. So 
writing was easy to me you know it's just expressing your feelings and what do you want to talk about mm -hmm. and so when I started writing music it just was like okay well I don't know I mean you know I don't know how to write a song and so I started researching and then Taylor Swift article it came up about how she writes her songs and how she basically takes experiences from herself and from people she knows and she basically you know just you know craft the song and so I said well that's such a good idea so then I went and I just started thinking about all the stuff that I've been through or just all, just all things I know about in general. And so I just started writing music and so writing stories. So I didn't feel like a song, it felt like me just telling the story. And so, yeah. And so then after that, after graduation, um, I graduated in 2017. So between 2018 and 2019, yeah, I worked on, you know, the <clears throat> those rough tracks that uh, was on SoundCloud and um, a couple of, other singles that are probably on my YouTube somewhere down buried down somewhere in there. And so that's just what I've been doing. And then fast forward to, you know, 2020, because actually I've done a lot. So last year I was a daycare teacher <laughs> and I worked with the toddlers. And so due to, you know, our public health crisis, hashtag COVID, um, I was basically uh, permanently released from my job. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I gotta figure out what's my next step. Yeah. And so, I was like, well, you know, oh, I want to do, do this album, I want to do this music, I want to do this. And I, I saved up so much money to be able to record in the studio. And then when it got worse, you know, like the numbers were spiking, I was like, well, I can't go with anybody's studio right now. Mm -hmm. So I developed my own. And so, you know, all this back here hey. is D Gibbs, this, the science lab back here. Oh, okay. um, I just went and I purchased the stuff and I just did research and I, I just figured out, I mean, honestly, I don't know what I'm doing, but I have fun with it. And so I'm, I, people are like, how do you, how do you know where to put that at? Or how do you know like what, what key that is? I don't, but I just have fun and I, and I do it based on what I think it should sound like. Mm -hmm. So it's like basically when you're blind and you don't, you can't, you don't have vision, but you can, your senses have, you know, tripled in your hands and your touch and you feel that's how I feel. That's how I think, that's how I work. It's like, I don't know. Don't ask me, I don't, I don't know. I can tell you the first, I can tell you, I cannot tell you the first thing about reading a sheet music or uh, yeah, all that good stuff. I don't know none of that, but yeah. I know what feels right. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's fascinating. So, I mean, this setup you have here, that's just from like a couple months ago then. Yeah, I um, started I started working on Love Me Now, I think, in, I would say, uh, March. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, like, I'm, immediately. I was like, That's, I gotta go. So you March. You were on it. You were like, I'm about to do this album. Yeah, so March, I um, started working, oh, excuse me, and I had a couple of hiccups along the road due to producers and all that good stuff. So I started basically producing my own self. So all my beats that you hear on my music, that's all me. Oh, the arrangement. Nice. Yep. Beats all me, the range console me, the vocals are all me, the right storytelling is all me. It's all it's all me. When it's out there, it's all me. Wow, wow. So I just that's have fun with it. <laughs> wow, that's my goodness. No, that, that's impressive, man. I mean that you know, I've you know, I've listened to, you know, yeah, four singles that you put out um, leading up to the, the album and to, you know, learn that you you know, learned how to do most of that in just a couple of months yeah i mean the first couple of the first the first month was like a little bit of denial like okay i can't do this like i don't know what i'm doing 
and this is not for me and you know I need to pick and choose my battles and I felt like that wasn't one of them so I had to tell myself you know at the end of the day if you want something done you might have to do it yourself and if you feel like this is this is for you and this is what you're going to this which this what you want to do with your life you need to figure out a way and you need to create you need to create an avenue you need to, you need to figure something out and so I just kept playing around playing around with it playing around with it and so and so things started to go and things started clicking I'm like this is how you do it. And so from then on, that's it. Can't tell me nothing. Wow. So you're gonna so the funny thing is, mm-hmm. oh sorry, go ahead. Um yeah, it's an empowering feeling. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the fact that um <laughs> so on Love Me Now, you're going to hear the first so the first portion of the album I did over the summer. And in the second portion, you'll hear, I just finished up this fall. So you're going to hear a distinct difference in the producing of it because I just started figuring out how to make beats in the beginning of the album. And then somewhere like between tracks, I think six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, you're like, oh, it gets better. It gets way better. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, the funny thing is I was like a little on the fence about releasing it because I'm like, uh, I don't want it to sound like mint match. I don't want to be like, you know, hot and cold. But then I was like, you know what? It's It tells the story of me and it also shows my growth as an artist. So I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. And yeah, it's part of the story. Um, yeah. That's great. Oh, ooh, you shouldn't have told me that. We're about to go in now. <laughs> I'm to ask you some details, man. <laughs> okay. But before we get to the production details and all that, I'm yeah, curious to know. I mean, you said you yeah, I'm curious to know how you, you know, essentially approached the album, you know, you said around March, you said, you know what, I really want to do music. Let me I really want to do sound, let me just do the album. Were you just making songs for the sake of songs? Did you already know the concept um, that you wanted for the album and like the different themes you wanted to hit on. How did um, the songs come together and how did you approach that? Oh, okay. So the album was already written. The album, the album was like already written. I was, um, I knew what I wanted to talk about. And I, most of the album was honestly written between, um, October to I think December of 2019 and so January I was probably just finishing up like maybe like the last one or two songs and so February came I was like okay well you know I still want to do my album and I just gotta figure out how I'm gonna save my money and so then when you know the whole crisis that happened or whatever I had a little bit of free time in between you know everything going on to kind of save up money and so I had basically already had my songs written and I said okay I want to talk about this, and so the song. The funny thing is, the the album title wasn't even an title I originally wanted. I put it a post on Instagram saying, "Hey, uh, what do y'all think the album should be?" I had the option was "Midnight Dreams" or "Love Me Now," and so it was like I'm an, an anonymous vote. It was like "Love Me Now." I'm like, "Y'all sure? Y'all, y'all sure? Y'all, y'all sure? Y'all sure? Y'all don't want Midnight Dreams?" <laughs> But it was like, yeah, yeah, love me now. So I was like, all right, well, and it became love me now. Mm, that's cool. You involved your supporters um, with that decision. Yeah, I was a little salty. I'm like, yeah, I can't pick Midnight Dreams, whatever. But I, um, you know, love me now works. What did too. you like about Midnight Dreams? Um, um 
I like that it, Midnight Dreams created a a, curi- a curiosity. So it's my name, their album, Midnight Dreams. Like, Midnight Dreams? Well, okay, well, when you're at midnight, you know, either you must be sleeping or you probably, you know, late night snack, snacking on something. Like, you know, it's, it's so many questions that you can, right. you know, yeah. can put together for just listening to Midnight Dreams. But the yeah. same thing I can say for Love Me Now. It's like, why why you demand somebody to love you now? What's going on? Why you want that? Right. So cool. it works out. Yeah. Um, man, that's interesting. You know, yeah, I'm curious then. So you you wrote the songs without music underneath them. Yes. So I have been writing that way since, oh man, since high school, actually, since I started writing, I guess you would say the stories, I kind of just started writing. I kind of wanted it to be like, okay, well, I don't want the music to be influenced by it. I want to tell the story and then make it fit into this melody. I don't want it to be like, okay, I mean, you won't even tell, honestly, when I put the song together and it's finished, you wouldn't even tell where to start or where it ends at because I, you know, I'm so good at doing it. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm really good at doing that. So I just want to make sure that, okay, the story, my statement, my purpose is clear first, and then we can go in and we're going to make it work like that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Wow. So it's untraditional. I know people be like, oh, I'm going to studio and I got I listen to this beat and I'm gonna write to it. And to me, it's like, mm, no, I need to write, I need to figure out what I want to talk about first. I can write to a beat if I want to, but mm-hmm. I feel like I need I need to make sure my my point is clear first. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I've done I've done it both ways, you know, written yeah. the whole song and then put music underneath. I yeah. mean, we haven't I don't think we touched on it yet in the interview, but you're also, you're an overall artist. You're, an, you're also <laughs> an actor and a model as well. Yes. So, you know, and, you know, you, the way you talk about writing, I just had the question of if you would, you know, essentially write like for TV or write for films and things like that, would you, could you see your writing going in that direction too with the storytelling? Wow, absolutely. Um, if the opportunity presented itself, absolutely. I, you know, I used to write stories. Like I said, I used to write stories, like little mini stories. And, you know, they would just be like somewhere in a journal somewhere. And I would just be like, oh, whatever, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. I would definitely be able to, like, rise to the occasion. Someone says, hey, you know, we need someone to direct this episode or, you know, just write a few pages for the script. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What? I'm there. Absolutely. Let's do it. I'm always... I'm always open to trying new things because I feel like you never know what doors they may open for you. Yeah, I mean, that being said, I feel like when I watched, you know, yeah, you put out your video for Bad Guy, I felt like <laughs> I was able to see kind of all those things come together. Um, conceptually, like the, you know, what the song was about, um, you know, shown through with the video. And I feel like you, did you direct that or did you come up with that, you know, video yourself, the concept? Yes and yes. Oh, okay, great. Well, yeah, so, you know, um, you know, that being said, the way that you were able to, one, you have, like, this, you know, I guess breaking it down, you had this idea of bad guy, you wrote mm-hmm. the song, and, you know, applying it to the video, you were able to see, you know, essentially, like, the mob boss or, you know, the drug person or I don't know, whatever, yeah. like, the, the bad guy. And then just the different characters, how it plays out, you know, the girlfriend and all these things, you know, just from a a writing conceptual standpoint, the way you, you know, put that video together also with 
you know, your style, like the different ways you're dressing and just the different characters are showing through and with your acting and some modeling as well. Um, so that, I feel like I just really show you as like an overall artist. Yeah, I mean, I have, <laughs> I always say I have fun with it, but I honestly have fun with it because I can't take myself too seriously. You take yourself too serious, that's when you start picking yourself apart. And so I just have fun with it. And originally, I'm not going to lie, it's been, Bad Guy was on the cutting floor for about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I honestly did not want to take that long on editing, but it took me three weeks. It took me, the first week we were filming it, we were, the second week i was like okay i don't know what direction i'm going in with the video like I, I had a clear vision going into it and some somewhere in the midst of everything it got lost so i went back and i recorded new stuff so it took about an extra week to get everything together and so i you know hammered it out i think about four took me four days i think four days to edit it and it was just like okay my eyes are wide open i'm tired but i'm still gonna keep going and i um, I I did it. I mean, I'm I'm kind of surprised myself, myself but <laughs> yeah. well, is that the first video that you've done yourself? Yes, it's the, that's the first video oh, that wow. I directed. I developed the conceptualized, um, scouted out the full locations, uh, the wardrobe, the makeup, the hair. So I mean, I'm useful because I'm I'm a you know independent models so I'm used to being you know all those roles at one time so it was it was nothing to me like okay mm. that's really interesting that is one of the questions I had was how do you know how does acting how does modeling um with music what are the similarities like do they come from a similar place and um yeah how what is the overlap between them excuse me um I think the overlap is that when I am, excuse me, I'm sorry, I had like dinner earlier. Um, the common factor I think is the fact that when I'm modeling and I put these clothes on or I put this hair on or this, this makeup on, whatever, I turn into a different person. I'm no longer me, I'm me still, yes, but I'm a different person. I'm who the photographer wants me to be or who I want to be in that moment. So not that I have, you know, personality disorder, but I tap into, I guess you would say, a character. And so I, you know, I become, you know, the clothes become who I am. I, I'm no longer, oh, you know, this shy. I'm, honestly, in real life, I'm a shy guy. I don't talk to other people. I'm shy. I'm a little awkward. I'm a little quirky. I'm a little goofy. I'm a little clumsy. That's who I am. But when I'm a model, it's like, okay, I'm strong and I'm bold and I'm here and, you know, my presence is known. So it's, it's, it's honestly a character. It's like how Beyonce has an alter ego, uh, Sasha Fierce. It's kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. You turn it on and off. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely do project confidence um, in your modeling. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. But that's interesting. I'm not, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But honestly, I'm a shy person. Yeah. That's interesting. That's, fun, that's the funny part. That is funny. Um, you know, I guess on a surface level, it's surprising. But I think, you know, artists tend to be you know, more on the introverted side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I am very, you know, <laughs> and calm and soft-spoken and, and introverted. And, you know, sometimes it surprises people how much I go on stage and perform and to, you know, crowds and stuff like that. And I don't know. But yeah, no, that makes sense that, you know, there, there I is. See, the thing with that is I think when you're a when you're an artist 
and you know you are one way but when you're going to stay just like it's different because you know that you know this is what you were born to do like this is this is something i know i was born to do i was born to be an artist i born to inspire people this is what i want to do so when you get in that stage you get in that mic you're like okay well look i gotta show out show up and show out but you better show up and show out Mm -hmm. what ain't for you yeah that's exactly it i mean people like have asked me like how do you do that and I mean, my answer is I've been wanting to do this since I was, you know, a teenager, at least, you know, like I've been wanting, I want to be on stage and I want to, you know, be seen. So, um, no, but, you know, is that's interesting, you know, in terms of, yeah, being shy and introverted. What about, um, so do you plan to take the same approach with your other song, like your other videos for your songs in terms of, you know, doing it all yourself? Um, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I have fun. I have a little bit of a control issue. So I definitely like don't live myself sometimes, but I definitely would love, you know, support and help, you know, if need be. But I mean, I definitely feel like I have to be able to top myself because that guy is really, really good. And yeah. the funny thing is my dad just texted me earlier today and was like, what was the reason behind the switch up of, of the, the car scene to that, to the house with the, you know, me as this, as this monster, I guess. And I said, the funny thing is that, you know, media always paints the villain, which is, which is always a character to be the bad guy. So that's kind of where it went. And he was like, oh, mm. okay, that makes sense. I was like, yeah. Same. Yeah, I was very impressed with, um, yeah, with the bad guy video. It's like, oh, okay, wow, whoa, right. yeah, it was fun. I mean, I felt like the song is so, the song is so descriptive, and it's and it already it's it's the song is already so vividly uh, painted for the listener. It's like I have to be able to be able to deliver that, and I felt like. Funny story, that guy was actually written on an airplane headed to Michigan. Hmm. Really? So yeah. Tell tell me about that. That's that's, that's... so um so the, the song was written. I went to Detroit, Michigan, I think in January. January. So I went and it's like early January. So it was still chilly outside. And mind you, my my clothes that I wore for the shoot were like summertime so i'm freezing and it's bad but it was fun it was bad it was fun so i written that guy on the plane there and i you know i'm always a busy body so i'm like you know whenever somebody's like you need to go to bed you need to lay down you need to chill out i'm like no 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 so I'm, something i gotta do and so i was okay well I, i'm still you know two short two songs short of my album because i know i want to do 10 songs so i was like, okay well what can i what else can i talk about and so i started writing bad guy so then I was like, okay, I was in the air. So I'm like, cold, cold winds, black hoodie, yeah, he going big. Need that money, quick, fast, just to feed his kids. So I'm like, oh, okay. So then I kept going. I was like, okay, I can talk about the unconditional love of a father. And people don't ever mention that. And people always say, you know, a mother loves unconditional. She'll love you no matter what you say, what you do. In and out, Richard Porter, she always love you. But guess what? A dad's love is different. People feel like, well, you know, my dad gonna only love me if I play soccer, or you know, my dad gonna only love me if I bring home this girl. It's like, no. Sometimes you gotta stay. You know, my dad will. Love sometimes that I say, hey, I love you regardless. And that's I feel like what it is. Dads sometimes get underappreciated. I'm not gonna say, you know, mom's job not important. Mom's job is definitely important. Support. Shout out to all the moms out there, yeah. all the single moms, all the black moms, white moms, Asian moms, Spanish moms, everybody. Yeah. Shout out to all the moms because our job is important. Yeah. 
but so was the dads. Mm. So was the dad. So mm. I go, oh, well, he, you know, he don't need you. You know, he got me. It's like, well, wait a minute, because dads are important. Sometimes they're, sometimes, you know, moms abandon their kids too. Sometimes the moms just say, well, you know, uh, I don't care. You'll do what you want to do. It's like, wait a minute. But the funny thing is, in Black community, the dad is always seen as, you know, this figure who either, either, either is absent or doesn't care. Yeah. It's like, that's not fair. Dad, there's a good dad out there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's an important message. Yeah, yeah it needs Don't to want to talk empathy. about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a dad myself, but I feel like I can empathize with a single father who, who can do who can do and will do anything he can for his child if need be. Mm. That's why the chorus is good, bad, ugly, it's all the same, no one is safe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, that's interesting. It got deep. Yeah, I got deep real quick. <laughs> yeah. Got deep real quick. Uh, man, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, and that song too is um, I feel like it's also something I want to like sit with more and okay. think about. And there's, was there like also like a racial element in that song as well? Would you say? Um, I guess you know people can like bring whatever you know they like when you look at art. Like you know, five people can look at it and like see something different. You know, based off of their own background and experiences. Mm, I would I would say was it's a racial. Um, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a racial parkour in it at all. It's honestly just about a parent in general, but in particular, a single father. So I didn't write it like, oh, this is for Black fathers in mind. I wrote, I wrote it just for fathers in general because there's a lot of, you know, great fathers out there who I feel like they don't get the credit they deserve. And sometimes mom, you know, take all the credit and that's, that's good. Mom deserved it. Mom carried you for nine months and she pushed you out with your big head. No. So I appreciate that. Mom, get your credit all day, every day. Let's be Mother's Day every day. But still, I feel like the dad sometimes don't get the credit that they deserve. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, well, I appreciate that. I'm glad I asked and, and you clarified. Yeah, sweet. Man, so much, so much. I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, to talk about. Yeah, keep them coming, keep them coming, keep them coming. <laughs> yeah, well, let's say, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk some more about the music. So how does it, how, how did it come about, you know, you, you know, developing, you know, the music. We can we can even stick with Bad Guy um, since we're talking about it. Okay. Um, how did the music come? As far as writing the song or just the concept of it? So like, um, hmm. well, yeah, was that, well, you said you were writing it on, you know, the plane. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if, you know, there was, you know, more to that story, but even like kind of the beat, how did, you know, you create the beat underneath it and- oh okay so yeah I was, I was writing on the plane and i written like half the song when the flight was over so i'm like okay well i'll go back to it because you know i gotta go to work so i went to bed when when i got to my hotel so i woke up you know did my job we'll, we'll get back on the plane headed back home because it was like a weekend trip and so sunday was okay well what am i gonna do with this song bad guy because it's, it's so good and sometimes i have these these things these moments where I'll write a song so good, first verse is so good, and then I get stuck at the chorus. I'm like, damn, how can I do this? Mm-hmm. So I went and I kind of just fiddled around with it a little bit more, a little bit more, and so, and so I finally came with, you know, 
bad guy, good, bad, ugly, it's all the same, no one is safe. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense because anybody can tap into that bad guy role. Anybody, anybody can be a bad guy, honestly. We've all played the bad guy at work. You got to, to tell somebody, well, you're fired. You might got to tell somebody, oh, your breath stink. Oh, you got to tell somebody, oh, you need to wash your ass. You just tell somebody, well, you, know, you got a book in your nose. That's, that's the bad guy. We played the bad guy before. Everyone has played the bad guy before. Yeah, yeah. Right. In, under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was listening to the, the SoundCloud songs, uh, I noticed you also have some some jokes, like some humor that you put in your, your music sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I like to, I feel like, um, the funny thing is, I used to be like, okay, you know, Okay, I used to love R&B music. Yes, you know, soothing, soothing and cool and, you know, and calming, relaxing. I guess that's cool. But I also feel like, I don't know. I just feel like my energy and my style is so different. And I like to be able to tell a story. I like to be able to keep it interesting too. So, you know, I'll put little, you know, I guess it's jokes in there. Or I'll put like, you know, me laughing or something or I'll, me saying something crazy. So um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, music today mainstream music mainstream today is just a little too boring it's repetitive it's boring and i always struggle and this is a current thing i struggle with how to kind of repeat the course without it sounding so repetitive and so boring so with me I always throw an extra instrument in somewhere or, or i'll i'll add background somewhere else there or i'll uh i'll go up a key or whatever mm-hmm. what do you think about donald glover and, and childish gambino I like, I like Donald Glover. I like This Is America. Um, I'm not really a huge fan of him. I haven't really sat down and honestly sat down. I've listened to, um, I think it's Redbone, I think it's called. I never really sit down, sat down and listened to any of his music like on my own. So that, that honestly should be like my homework for this weekend. Just kind of sit down and really listen to um, his stuff. Because you were saying that you kind of can hear him and me. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's, that's, that's a huge thing for you to say. Man, I, I mean, the more, even as I'm getting to know you, I'm just seeing similarities between just you as artists. Um, I think your, your voices sound the same, but I think, I think you should listen to, um, we'll, we'll talk about this right now. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, as you know, Donald Glover, he is an actor. Um, yeah. You know, you're an actor. Um, and he, obviously you know musician like singer writer um rapper um he has a lot about i guess for him at the base of it is he's a writer so um Mm -hmm. that's how he you know he writes his you know well he wrote for like 30 rock and other shows and stuff he obviously wrote atlanta um that show um and then he writes his songs and albums so his albums are conceptual Mm -hmm. um and hmm, hmm. it's just yeah so i would think oh yeah but for his um album because the internet he also along with it um he included a a screenplay as well so it was um like you listen to essentially like you read the screenplay and it's like you know about some guy and then in the screenplay it'll be like now play this song and then you'll play this song from the album and then you keep reading and then you play this song. So it's kind of like the album with a movie, but it's a screenplay type thing. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and that was because of the internet. So that was the second album. Um, but yeah, some of like your voice, 
sounds like from his um, EP that came out after Because of the Internet. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I think it was called the Kawhi EP. Um, okay, I'll check that out. I would say that. Um, yeah, and I could even afterwards I'll send you something. But okay, just, yeah, just he considers himself, you know, like an overall artist, and you you do as well. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you box yourself into something, and I feel like then I feel like people will only know you as that, and then when you try to do something different, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. whoa whoa this has changed what are you doing this is not the you this is not we're known you this is not what we known you as like what are you doing this is not what you usually wear this is not how you usually sound this is not what you do on stage but like what is going on what's with your hair you right. know it's when you when you switch it up too much on the fan they're like yeah like, what's going on so you gotta ease them into it which is why i feel like i don't want to box myself into anything i may throw the edm edm song next week you don't never know yeah yeah yeah, honestly, even the way you rap though sounds like him as well. That's a huge, you know. But but he also like he is all about like switching up kind of from project to project. So like yeah. the album with like Redbone sounds really different than the EP before, and like that EP sounds different than because of the internet. So yeah. I feel that's important though. You have to grow. Yeah, your sound has to grow. If you stay complacent in your sound, it's like, okay, then I feel like people be like, okay, well. We, we heard that before this 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 is about three times over we heard this already oh let me guess you're gonna you're gonna do a hano there okay let me guess you're gonna uh, talk about gun control again not to say that's not a, not to say that that's not a, you know a good thing to talk about but um you know just you have to grow as an artist you have to keep growing and, and still try to reach new heights but still make it you and you have to be able to challenge yourself i feel like that's that's a major thing you have to be able to challenge yourself because and you say, okay, well, I'm just a rapper. I only write, I only rap about trap. Uh, all right, I'm gonna just talk about me shooting my homies five times with five different songs. It's like, okay, 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 that's nice, cool. Do what you do, but at the same time, that's gonna wear out. And it's like, okay, do you have anything else? Like, like for instance, what I'm, I like a song by um, uh, ah, uh, what is his name? 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 He dated Regina Carter. Uh, uh, what is his name? I know his name. Mm-hmm. Oh, Luch, uh, YFN Lucci, I think his name is. Oh, I don't think I know him. He's a rapper, and in his song "Let Me Know." I like that song or "Date Night." I like, he's a rap, like a like a rap rapper, but he has like different songs where you can vibe out to. You know, you don't gotta. It ain't so aggressive all the time. So that's I feel like you know, people want to relate to you more if you be, if you're more versatile. If you right. just you say you write about the you write about so you write you write about the same three stuff and every other song it's like okay all right let me guess you went down the street and you cooking your crack on the pot like okay i got you i got you that's cool do what you do but is there something for the r&b people out there is there something for the people who want to go you know and shake their ass or is there something for, you know there's something for everybody and i feel like you gotta be that artist and if yeah. not then that's cool too hey mm-hmm. you know your niche yeah yeah i definitely agree with that for sure in terms of growing as a an artist and you know because people have that hunger you know for you know people are multi-dimensional and have different sides mm-hmm. to them so you know if you're only putting out one type of thing people will come to you for that but they're going to yeah. go to someone else to get something else but if you can right. offer more then they can stick around you longer right i took a prime example drake 
when Drake mm. first came out. Right. I, I better find your loving. I better find your heart. That was my. That was my shit. That was my. That was my shit. I heard on the radio. Wow! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I better find your loving. I better find your heart. So, like, oh yeah. So right. he, he hooked you in with that, and then he had so much more to offer you. So yeah. to me, it was like, what? This is great. And that's mm-hmm. why he's become one of the biggest artists because he knows how to how to adapt. But still keeping him, still keeping his sound, but he knows how to adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, I agree. And um, yeah, Beyonce and Bruno Mars stuck out to me as well who, as artists who are good at doing that. Like mm-hmm. just on their album, you can you know tell just throughout the album that they get on like different genres. So I think yeah, that's that's important. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely important. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let me see. Well, since my album comes out on Monday, I guess I can kind of talk you through it. Yeah. So, so the first song, oh, so the, so the first starts in as an intro, and um, kind of just um, sums up everything about what's what you're gonna hear, and so it goes into Go Getter. Go Getter is energetic, it's fun, it's funky, seventies vibe. You got Bad Guys. That's next. Um, you know, bad guys. So a bad guy is really, ex- I feel like it's experimental rap because the beat is so sonic. It's not it's something you never heard before. I feel like I never heard it before. And so it's really dark and kind of gory, but it's not so dark where you like turned off. It's like, okay, it's fun. It's light. And then you got funny thing, which is, you know, your traditional R&B slow, sound, slow sad love song. It goes to my interlude. And then it comes back with say it. Say is basically talking about, you know, like pleading, like, please, if you need me, please say it. Say it right now. Okay. And then you go from say it to um, don't quote me because I'm probably off with numbers. I know I've written it one way and I'd arrange it another way. Um, after say it, I believe it's going to be uh, more. More is basically about, you know, self-worth, like saying, you know what? you know you did me dirty you know what i deserve more than this i deserve Mm -hmm. more than this i love that yeah so more is a little more of an r&b up mid-tempo um and then you have bedroom bedroom's real slow and sexy it's another r&b track but it's also fun it's it's still rap but it's still a little bit catchy little hook into it and then um it ends with hate you basically saying you know what once again you did me wrong you know what i hate you for this so you, you, you can go. See, see you later. Yeah, yeah you can go. Yeah. Girl. Wait, I missed so, it. What about Good Vibes? So Good Vibes is just a single that I was working on. And I had fun with it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it out to people. You know, see how it goes. And so Good Vibes is not on the album. Um, so Good Vibes is a separate entity as a whole. But I just wanted to put it out. Just something fun. Mm, I see. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, thank you for, for going through, um, you know, that, how did, yeah, how did you come to, like, arrange them in that way, like, sequence them and, you know, come up with the different concepts? So i written, i written everything how I wanted it to sound originally. I was like, okay, track one gonna be this, track two gonna be, so I basically written it about, um, so, so basically the common factor is love. And the common factor is the different categories of love and what it can bring. Happiness, sadness, joy, ecstatic, misery, you know, grief, hate. And so Love Me Now is a perfect title, I'll shoot for it. And so basically I've written it 
um, and how I wanted to talk about things. So like, I want to talk about, you know, being fun, excited, sad, do, 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 do. So I basically listed and then I written it from that way. So when I arranged it, it's somewhat different as far as in what, when it's being um, distributed digitally is a little different as far as in tracks, but more so towards the end of it. The beginning is still the same. The first like, the first five songs, I think the beginning is still the same, which is those last three or four, I kind of like switched it around. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And hmm. that's great. I feel like I want to hear more about. Yeah, come on, keep asking the questions. That was a lot, was a lot of backstories. Yeah, more about um, yeah, the concepts. But, you know, let's talk about, yeah, tell us about funny things. Yeah. Funny thing. So, <laughs> so funny thing, um, I was making the instrumental for funny thing. I think this was around, uh, I want to say June, June. And I was like, oh, I want something that's, you know, real light and airy. And I still want to be, you know, R&B and slow and sad. And so you hear like the violins in there and you'll hear the harps in there and you'll hear, um, what else is in there? It's like so, so oh, there's pianos in there. It's, it's so many things, so many moving components. And so the intro is actually my best friend talking, hey, this is Denise, you know how like back in the day they have right. lead a voicemail, you know, I pick up the phone, you know, you know, you had a little ups and downs. So I was like, you know, I wanna channel that and I wanna have it as a voicemail. And honestly, it sets the tone for the song because it kind of, you kind of get a preview into the song without getting a preview. Like you, you kind of hear what the song's gonna be about without hearing not one lyric. Mm, right, yeah. And so when I come in, I say, um, I say, what's up? How are you? Where you from? You looking confused and how's your day? What's your plans? Lemon's eyes, you got a man, no word. Single heart, let's go out wherever you want. Ah, love is, love is, love is a funny thing Can turn your joy to pain Never will you be the same Love is, love is, love is a funny thing Clear blue skies into pouring rain Kill pure love and make you hate So I'm a little raspy, but uh um... Oh, man, good singers are always like <laughs> They like they kill it and then like oh I just you know I'm I'm resty. I, I am I'm a little raspy. I mean I didn't warm up today at all. I didn't record anything today either, so I know I'm a little raspy. But you know I just talk about love is being a funny thing, and the funny thing is, funny thing it wasn't even the original version. There was there's like a <laughs> there's a second alternative version to funny things. Oh really? Um, due to legal reasons, I can't release that. But mm. um. It's, uh, it's an alternative like with thing a sample to it. or something <laughs> or like... um it's not a sample it's just uh, um the, the beat belongs to someone else oh. and so i don't want to yeah i see yeah yeah i don't want to yeah i don't want to ruffle oh, yeah. nobody's feathers and get sued sure. for nothing and da, 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 right. you know so i'm i mean i'm pretty sure he would be you know cool with me but i still don't want to risk the chances of yeah. that so i mean maybe, maybe down the road i'll release yeah. it you know this b-side whatever but yeah. as of right now no but funny thing, you know, just talks about love and the funny, and I say love is a funny thing. It's basically like irony. It's like, oh, you know, this, this is funny. You know, you hit me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You played with me. You wasted my time. Okay. You know, love is a funny thing. This is funny. You played with me. This is real funny. It's like, not like, haha, funny, but it's like, dang, this is irony funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to jump in with the music, man. All right. So <laughs> I get nerdy about music stuff, man. Me um, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what, like, what recording software do you use to see your music? So I, oh, I can't see it right here, but I have um, the Chaotic Ball. Um, it's right here. And I have like my padded, uh, I don't think I can show you. I have. Oh, very cool. Oh, oh sweet. I'll turn this way. Yeah, my ball here, my little padded area outside of it. And then and behind me, I have um, my posters and all the good stuff. And then on to this side right here is the um, the studio padding on the walls. So it's a lot of, a lot of stuff moving around here. Mm, cool. I'm messing up, messing up my microphone. Oh, boy. I have a setup because I'm kind of tall, so. <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's balanced a certain way because of how tall I am. And so I know like it's been if it's been moved or like shifted or anything like that, because it'll like it'll look slightly different or you'll like lean a certain way. I'm like, nope, that ain't how I had it at first. So my touched it. Mm. Okay, very cool. Um that's your setup. And yeah, what like what um you record in like garage band or like logic or so since I'm a beginner, I use reasons. Um, I'm trying to branch over. I'm trying to, well, I branch over, but I'm trying to switch over to Pro Tools. Um, I've been told by numerous friends that it's user friendly, but uh, we'll see. I'm trying to take on the challenge. I think I'll try to teach myself in January because I feel like a lot of tutorials and a lot of um, a lot of like forms, information things or videos in general are about mostly Pro Tools. And I know that it's the industry standard. So I was like, Ugh. I don't want to feel pressure, but I'm going to check it out. I don't want to just limit myself. Right, right. Um, yeah, I use Pro Tools. I think um, two, I can recommend two resources for you on YouTube. Okay. Um, Wavy Wayne on YouTube. Um, he's, okay. you know, black man and he explains things really well. Um, also, um, the recording revolution. Um, Okay, I've never heard of that one before. Yeah, Graham Cochran. Um, yeah, so I mainly look at the recording revolution um, just because the way he he like organizes his videos and tutorials. Um, okay, I can really just take in the information well. So like, um, yeah, he helped me oh. a lot with Pro Tools. Um, and yeah, I don't know, for me like when I started on it, it was my computer didn't have the right specifications, so things were slow and, but. Yes, that yeah. was the issue for me too. When I first got my um, my MacBook, um, excuse me, my MacBook, um, I got 2019, it was like December and I got it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go download Pro Tools, da, da, da. So then my computer was so new that the update, I couldn't download Pro Tools because they haven't come out with like a, I guess an adaptable uh, like software for it yet. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? I've always had so many obstacles. I'm like, no, no, figure it out, figure it out. Right, right. So, and it's the reasons. Yeah, and I think I don't know. Like it, it did feel like Pro Tools felt intimidating, and I didn't know anyone else using it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm. I like for a year was just getting used to it and just trying stuff out. Um, 
Yeah. But then after that year, then I felt like I could do everything I needed to. And now it does feel user-friendly. And I'm like, yeah, like what was so complicated about it in the beginning? Uh, I feel like that's how we all feel about something new. You're like, oh, I'm scary. I'm like, I don't know. And then you do it. You're like, oh, ain't that bad. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. I think, I think a producer that, let me see. Have you heard of Illmind? The producer Illmind? No. He's, um, he's produced for, he's been around for a while, like 10 years or something, but he produced for like Drake, um, on some songs recently um, and other people, but he was on the, the Carter's album as well. Um, he switched from Pro Tools I think maybe the reason, maybe the reason he might have switched. Really? Yeah. So, wow. I want to check, okay. but he definitely switched from Pro Tools to something else, and he was like oh, the okay. hip hop producer, the only hip hop producer I saw that was using Pro Tools. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna use Pro Tools, and then he recently switched. So, oh, yeah. So it might be reason. What's it like? Um, yeah, recording on Reason. Um, I feel like so I was first exposed to it about I think in 2018 when I was working with one of my co-workers um producers and I was like you know what like what are you using and so um she was like well I'm using reasons and so at the time she had like reasons 10 I think so I have 11 so she was using 10 so I'm like, okay you know I'm just kind of like you know trying to sneak a peek at what she was doing I wasn't there to you know learn I was there to record you know and try to produce some music but I'm like you know watching her from the side of my eye and so um and then you know we had a, a brief moment where we started talking about it and you know, stuff like that so i was like, okay well you know i should probably do my own research and figure out you know if i can learn it myself and so i i forgot that you know for about a little while all about it so then when covid had happened and so i was like, okay well what am i going to use to record and so then i was like oh i can use what you know what she was using that day and so and i seen that they had a newer update so I'm like, okay so now I went and i downloaded it and then you know i'm not a producer like i'm i don't i don't know like how to make beats blah, 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 at the time so then i'm like okay i don't know what to do like i don't know i don't know you know i don't know i, I know how much to sound but i don't know how I, how i can get there so i started playing with it and then um I was like, my major issue was timing. Like, you know, if it's da 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 like stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm doing on the keys like that, 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 it's like okay, okay. If I did it one time, how do I duplicate? How do I make sure the spacing is right? How do I snap it to this part? So it was it was a lot of components that I was like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I got over that. I was like, you know what? I'm figuring this shit out. And so I went in. And I started playing with stuff and started throwing stuff together and mixing stuff and mixing stuff and mashing stuff and and this became D Gibbs. I mean, hey. it's not a genre. Ooh, ooh. individual. Yeah. yeah, it's me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's me. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and people, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, the software you use really doesn't matter. It's really just whatever is easiest for you to get your ideas out. You know? And clearly, you've been able to do that, um, you know, with Love Me Now. Yeah, the, so the funny thing is, um, from my research, because I've kind of like went on a, uh, 
a bender, I guess you would say, of just learning things and, you know, going to, you know, our beautiful free public college YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I just research stuff. I'm, I'm like a sponge. I'm always soaking things in. And from my research, basically people were saying that it doesn't, it doesn't honestly really matter what software it is. As right. long as, as long as the talent is there, as long as the skill is there, like there, I was reading somewhere a couple months ago that, um, Billie Eilish did her entire album in her bedroom. Right. And I think, mm -hmm. um, like some other, yeah. And another artist had did like, I forgot, I think it was, I don't know if it was Juice World or if it was Lil Vert. One of the rappers, it was like they did the entire album in GarageBand. Now, mind you, I can't do GarageBand because the I, I can't do GarageBand. Yeah. But it doesn't matter the software. It can be, you know, the industry standard Pro Tools or it can be something else. Ableton, right. whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as the skill's there. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't matter. And also, um, yeah, I mean, you know, not to like, you know, um, down talk down on reason because you know reason is one of the major software. no i i've been seeing little i'll be following some of the music uh social medias and they're like oh, reason who uses reason oh you know like it's a cockroach or something like damn it, it ain't that bad they acting like oh you see reason in your house <laughs> damn, damn okay i know i know it's beginner damn give me a chance i, I mean but yeah it's all about getting your your ideas out um let me see. Um, so do you use, like, how do you come up with, like, the, the instrumentation and stuff? Um, I just go into um, different, well, it's like, it's different settings on Reason. And so there's, like, different, um, different little, like, subcategories you would go under. And so there's a lot of different instruments. And so I think I just go in, first, first I write the song. Mm -hmm. So then I go into, I go into it. Um, with okay, this is what I'm gonna talk about. Some and sometimes I'll blindly go into it and I'll blindly go in and make a beat. Like okay, I want to do something fun today. So I mean, this do 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 do. Oh, you know what? This beat is fun. This song should go with this. So it honestly depends on how I feel in, in the moment. Like I just did a song yesterday called Playa, mm -hmm. and it just talks about you know, being a being a player. You know, you want to go out, you want to have some fun. So yeah. being a player. Wow. Yeah. I mean, with I mean, with the instrumentation and with like the video, the bad guy video, I was like, yeah, no, they just they sound really good. I thought, well, and the video looks, you know, really good too. So I was Thank curious, you. you know, if someone else had done those, and yeah, here, you know, you're telling me that you did it. Yeah, I mean, I can't film myself, so I had a couple, you know some of my friends to film me. But as far as in like directing them, because I'm dropping the behind the scenes of Bad Guy uh, tomorrow. Oh, nice. So, so you'll see like me doing come closer, come closer, or you know me saying stuff in the video, or uh, me uh, being weird, whatever, me doing something. So you'll see like me basically playing all the roles, you know, being the actor and the artist and the director, and and it just it just worked out. I mean, I had fun with the video. You're very talented, man. You're you're literally overall artist. Man. I mean, I I honestly try to not mold myself but I try to make sure that I am I hate to use this comparison but you know how like when you have a bagel and you want to put some cream cheese on it yeah. you want to spread it all around make sure that bagel is good uh, you know that's how I feel I want to make sure that I'm overall an artist I don't want to be like oh you know I can do this and that's it mm, mm. okay mm. right wow 
Yeah, I understand. Hmm. What song are you excited about for the album? Probably, I mean, I'm sure you're excited about most of them, or like all of them, but maybe what song sticks out to Um. What song that I'm excited about the most, like the like the number one song? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know all the songs you're excited about. It's just, you know your project. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, like, which one do you like? Maybe of the songs that haven't come out yet, like you know, like oh, when y'all hear this, like y'all gonna think, well, like you know. Um, I would say. I honestly would say, I would say bedroom, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's it has so many different elements to it. It's kind of like kind of like has a cosmic um, feel to it because it's it talks about um, it talks about basically <laughs> sex. It talks about sex, but it talks about so elevate you to the to the concept, yeah, so. yeah, it talks about sex, but it talks about um basically like you know with being a guy, you know, you like oh yeah, you know I got you, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know the guy talk, it's like, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, so right, right yeah, yeah, so like, I feel like and like oh like you know talking that talk. Yeah, so th- that's kind of like what bedroom is about. So I'm, I'm excited about that, and also, um, st- I mean, the stacking on that thing is, oh, that was tedious. It was, I think, it's, maybe it's like three, three, four times the stacked for the just that's just for the chorus. So I'm just like, okay, <laughs> but it's 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 still it's fun and it's cosmic and it's it's catchy and it's yeah. Mm, this is all around fun man i'm excited to to listen to to that one oh and i also forgot another major person who influenced me i can't i can't believe i almost forgot to say her name so in the recent year and then with me crafting let me now one of my biggest inspirations is tina turner tina turner tell me tell me about her inspiration so not more so her earlier stuff with Ike and you know, Ike and Tina review, not more so that, but like her stuff from like, like a night from 1980, like five mm-hmm. up to like 1990, 98. Mm-hmm. That stuff, if you ever go, oh my God, oh my gosh. And I never was like, too, you know, a huge Turner fan. Um, and so one day, you know, I, I go on this bender sometimes where I'm like, okay. Oh, okay, Durlevert. Oh, I like Durlevert. Let me let's go listen to his entire catalog. What can I find that you know? His, I call it the the hidden treasures. This the songs that you know they don't release to you know as a single. The songs they just have on an album, and so those become the hidden treasures that nobody knows about, but be you know the fans' favorite. And so I went and I listened to her albums. I was like, whoa, it's so it's so many great songs that she had that she has that she just you know never released. And of course, she can't release everything from the album, but it was just, it was amazing for me to hear and also her 
her transition with each decade, how, you know, the sounds, you know, it changed from the 80s, you know, it was a lot of synthesizing, you know, in drums and da 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 to the 90s, it was a little more, um, it, it was a little more, I would say, grown. It was a little more like sexy and sophisticated, but it was still her. And it was like a lot of more of, um, I would say, guitars. And it was a lot more, um, I would say, not, not more so percussions, but it was it was it was still her style, but it was toned down some. So it was fun. And I was influenced by her, especially her album Break Every Rule. Her album Break Every Rule after that followed her album from Private Dancer. Um Break Every Rule, great album. And her album um, Dancing in My Dreams was it? Yeah, Dancing in My Dreams. That one I liked a little. I like a little bit, but it was it was, it was pure R and B, pure R and B. If you R and B to the core, just the Dancing in My Dreams. Um, and then her album Twenty Four Seven, and yeah, her, her album Twenty Four Seven is real funky. Okay. It's like it's crazy. Oh, man. We're gonna have to listen to to those two. Oh yeah, definitely. It's there. There is so many different elements to it. Like it has like her growing sexy side, but it also has like her fun uh, beat side. You know, it has her stellar. You know, her iconic raw screeching vocals on it. So it's and she influenced me because honestly, I like upbeat music sometimes. I mean, I like slow music. I can be slow in R and B, but I like something to make you move, like some mm-hmm. fun, some funky, something. Give give it to me hot. Get like something, you know, that will make you feel something. Yeah, so that's Ooh, definitely. Ooh. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And Tina. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Wow. Um hmm. yeah, what do you want people to take away from Love Me Now? <laughs> what I want people to take away from Love Me Now. That in its perf- in its perfectly imperfect ways it tells a story and behind it i mean yes i'm i'm the i guess you would say i'm the messenger boy <laughs> i i want them to take away whoever listens to it you know there's one person or 500 people i don't really care but as long as you know you take away the message from it is that no matter how you may feel about yourself or how you may feel about others or how you may feel your life is going never give up and I want them to know that there's somebody out there who understands what they're going through so you're never alone in the world no matter how alone you may feel just just pick up a D Gibbs song you, you will be all right I promise you because whatever you feel like you may be going through I've been there before and we can talk about it together for the song we'll talk about it together yeah. so just never give never never give up on yourself and never give up on the hope that you will you will find love if that's if that's your ML right now, or you will get out of that you know toxic relationship you're in, or you will be fine if you're going through first parent uh, <laughs> syndromes, or you know you'll be fine if you went through a bad breakup. Like you you will be okay. So there's always light at the end of the tunnels. That's that's what I want people to take away from. There always will be a light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how hard you may think. You know, you may be like, oh, I can't see. I see, I see a little, a little dime size of it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's okay. okay. 
hey, if you see the diamond size, guess what? That means it's there. It was there. Yeah, Keep working for it. I really love that. That's a much needed message. Mm. Absolutely. And that's that's what I do it for. I do, I do it. I mean, I don't do music um, you know, for the fame, for the money, all, all that stuff. That's nice for you know, if it comes along for me, if that's for me, that's cool. But I do it for the people, for the for the kids, you know, behind me, you know, for the generation behind me who feel like you didn't have anybody that's they they can identify with. I mean. I, growing up, I didn't really have that too much. I didn't really see anybody, you know, weirdly dressed. I mean, you know, this is the early 2000s. Who do you see was weirdly dressed? Nobody. Everybody was into the R&B scene and, you know, being too cool and Ella Cool J, you know, yeah. Rihanna, you know, that scene, you know, just, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Gaga came and kind of switched it up a little bit. And then, you know, you had other people who came like Nicki Minaj and then you had, um, you know, so many other different people who are like, you know, I'm weird. I like it. And then you had Outkast who came was like, oh, you know, you know, it was it was a different time. But still, I feel like I couldn't identify with anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like, you know, our generation is really just interesting because, yeah, they were, it was so, when we were coming up, it was so, you know, um, narrow about yeah. what you could be. Um, yeah. What you could look like or. Yep. Not what you could, but like in terms of mainstream, what was represented, and you know, well, well yeah, essentially like looking, yeah, looking at what, what we could. Um, yeah, it and, was it wasn't there, and so the funny thing is now that guys, you know, these male rappers, they dress weird, they wear you know fingernail polish and toenail polish, and uh, you wear purses and bikinis. I'm like, okay, cool, heck, like, do what you do. I mean, but I'm saying from my standpoint, me growing up, I didn't have that, so now it's it's fortunate that the kids growing up do have that. So I think. A celebration of difference is a little more, you know, it's a little more, I guess you would say, normal, and that's a good thing. And so I just do it for the people who feel like they can't see, they don't see anybody that looks like them. I'm, I'm a brown, a brown boy from Maryland who grew up kind of poor. You know, I didn't grow up dirt, dirt poor. I didn't grow up super rich. I grew up, you know, teetering the line of we gonna eat tonight or we ain't tonight. So I do it for the people who feel like, dang, you know, can I redo this? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Man, I love it. Yeah, that's that's much needed, man. Yeah. Um, wow. No, that that's great. I mean, yeah. that's what I do it for. I don't I don't do it for anything else. That's what I do it for. What else about the album do you want to share? Oh, what else about the album? Um, well, the 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 intermissions between the album are spoken word and the spoken words it kind of it sews up the the songs in between each each element like the intro you know i say you know does it uh what i say i say is it, is it my hair, the coils and kinks, or my melanin that fills every crease? My culture and how I speak, does it shock you that I can articulate past? What's up, G? Listen, check out this. There's no risk but pure love and bliss. This is the ideal field to make you see. I wrap every package individually. No birthday, holiday, or celebration. This black man's talent will you embrace it. So stuff like that, I say. And so it sews up, you know, what's to come next. So you're like, okay, oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Let me scratch my wait a minute. So 
it's fun. Yeah, let me see. Just, I, I don't. I feel like we've touched on this, but how do you come up with the different concepts? Oh man, this brain of mine—you don't even want to be inside of it right now. I don't think it's even in Maryland right now. I think it's probably somewhere in Barbados. Um, I come up with the concepts. I just, I just get inspired by, by so much my so much things my my environment my, my experiences my family my my friends my just the weather i i get inspired yeah. the season the, the season yeah the season yeah, i have a yeah. song called i have a song called um summer romance that's part of my catalog it's called summer romance and i written that on a car drive to we went to uh rehoboth beach this summer so the i say uh what's say we had a summer romance summer romance Yes, we had summer romance, summer romance, summer romance. So, and then I just I just written that on a card to see how beautiful the sky was. It was summertime, summer romance. Yeah. So I get inspired. I guess I just get influenced by everything. I another another song I call it's called Have You. It's called Have You Parentheses your key and i written that in the drive-through um of wendy's mm-hmm. i was listening to a brandy song and i was like um have you ever have you ever have you ever so then i went okay have you ever checked about me lately have you ever asked how my day went have you on check on my mental health no that ever might as well go on a day with self did you stop and realize I'm your angel in disguise? Mm, I'm done. I'm gone by finally. Muster up the courage to go on and walk away as I stumble slowly down the drive away. Left hand full of liquor, right one with my suitcase. And it's all good, cause I will be okay. Oh. Here's your keys, go and take both sets. I buy your new house, cause oh one is full of regrets. It's full of regrets. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 have you um is you know actually it's actually done. So that will be in that will be part of my free download when, when subscribers sign up for my email listing. So you'll be able to get that full thing. It's really dope. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, great. I feel like, you know, what, what what's really sticking out to me, you know, you know, about you is, you know, the things, you know, your art just has a lot of thought behind it and these concepts in there, you know, they're full concepts and you're able to use these different mediums um, to essentially bring out and like showcase these, these concepts in there and you're able to touch on, you know, the concepts aren't confined to one thing. It's like you know, in various. No. Areas. Yeah. It's 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 so many different uh, themes, and it's so many different subject matters that I'm always thinking about. Like I have a song called James Brown. 
It's like, mm, showstopper, mm, mm, smooth talker, mm, mm, jaw dropper, mm, 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 soul popper. Call me James Brown. Ooh, James Brown. Yeah, say what? James Brown. <laughs> it's crazy. Man. Man, that's really exciting. So, you know, you picked how many songs are on the album about? Um, uh, it's 10 songs. It was, it's 10. It's, technically, it's seven songs, and it's int- intro interlude and outro okay. yeah so hmm, i'm you know interested since you you, know, you chose these songs as the collection for this album um love me now and you say you also have 50 songs as well are those were those made afterwards like how did you decide on these particular ones to start off with um are the 50 like you just you know working and and creating and you know, you'll decide what to do with those later. Like, tell me about Um, that. So I, I did the album first. I did all the songs for the album first. And then when I had a thought, <laughs> the album was done. I thought it was done in like June. That was not, that didn't happen. So um, kind of took a little brief moment, a step away from it. Cause I was kind of trying to, you know, not to get burnt out. And so I went and, um, I was like, you know, I want to do something fun. I want to do something that, you know, it's not making me feel like it's work. You know, you feel like it's work. We got to make sure that this sounds good. And this, this, you know, this reverbs here. And this, da, da, da. So mm-hmm. I just went and like, you know what? I have all these songs that I've written, you know, I just need to get, you know, just, just focus on that for a minute. And so I did, I churned out, I was like, oh man, I churned, I churned out um, between August of this year from August. No, sorry, no, from June to August, I had 23 songs done. So if you add that, if you do the math on that, roughly it's about two songs a day, two, three songs a day. So I would do two, I'll wake up in the morning, uh, do instrument, do, 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 put it in there. I mean, they're not done, but they're, the concept is there and the vocals are there and the, the courses are there and the background, everything's there. Like, it's just not studio. It's not like ready, ready, but it's the idea is there. And so, and once the idea is there, I, to me, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Because that's that's the easy part. That's the hard part. To right. be honest, mm-hmm. putting make sure you have the vocals laid there and make sure that everything flows right. Make sure the background's there. That's the hard part. The mm-hmm. easy part is going back in, cleaning up the tracks, EQing it, putting reverb on delay. Da, da, da. That's the easy stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean the stuff that you know, the hard stuff to talk about is is the song. That's yeah, the meat of it. Yeah, yeah, that's the meat. All right, that's the meat. There's meat and potatoes, everything. Everything else is the side, the carrots, da, 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 the salad, all that. That's easy stuff. Yeah. So from June to August, yeah, I did like 23 songs. So then from that, from June to now, it's about 50. Mm-hmm. I slowed down a little bit with the album to make sure that, you know, I was focusing on that. It was fun too. And then I was like, okay, now I'm getting to this, this stage again where I'm like, okay, I'm fucking this work again. So I got to do something, I have to have another creative outlet. So I was like, Yes, this is let's do it again. So then I have so much stuff that's already written. And so I basically worked on Player yesterday. And so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm really excited. Um, one to to hear "Love Me Now" and the stuff you have coming out there. Yeah. Yes, "Love Me Now" is it's like I say in my website. I think I probably cleared it up because I'm basically doing construction on it um, this weekend to kind of get it ready for release day on Monday. But um, basically, just that declaration of who I am, and 
it's a declaration of emotion and uh, just a sense of security. Like, you know, you may feel like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this music thing. Oh, no, I'm a little nervous. Like, nope, do it. If you feel like you have a story that needs to be told to the world, do it. If you feel like you have a voice that you feel like the world needs to hear, do it. 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 I'm like, just the kid. Do it. 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 Yeah, I mean, we touched on the concepts. We touched on, you know, love me now. We touched on your influences. Even yeah, I mean, I mean my sound is honestly, it's like 80s, 80s. 80s. It's, eight, it's 80s. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's 80s. And then like, it's like hardcore, like, dun, 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 dun. it's like not 80s. It's like, you'll hear the influences of the 80s in my music because... I mean, I was just fascinated with the with the era. I mean, the era was, it was, I was telling my photographer that I was working with um, over the weekend, I said, you know, 80s was all about, it was, the 80s was, it was different because people weren't afraid to play with sounds and to play with diction of words or to play with um, the just, they wasn't afraid to play with the beats or to play with the, the drums or with, with the percussions or to play with, um, the pianos. It, it wasn't afraid to play with that kind of stuff. So now music a little more scaled down a little bit because you know everything has kind of been recycled and done, 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 done. And so I feel like '80s for me was like it was such a creative time. And so I feel like for me, to, you know, me being creative, I feel like that was just something I that era was something I really resonate with. I resonate with the '90s as well, early 2000s. But I feel like the '80s, like, yeah, just yeah, yep, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, your reference, your references are the greats as well. Yeah, I mean, Whitney Houston. Come on now, Whitney Houston. I mean, I don't got a voice like Whitney now. But there's only one Whitney, you know. I will always love you. I don't care. I can't hit that note. It's cool. That ain't me. It's Whitney. You know, that's West Whitney. That ain't me. But her power, her stage presence, is what I is what I I feel like I was infatuated with and I feel like I can take that from her and use it use it for my own stuff and then with Mariah her pen game is crazy Mariah's pen game mm. Mariah's pen game is crazy I'm sleeping it's, on her pen game right now man her pen game the pen song, game. if you ever check out the song called bet you gonna know bet you, okay. bet you gonna know she literally paints the story in the lyrics mm. like front to back and you're like wait a minute She's, it's like you, you would think that you're like reading a movie script, but she's singing it. And it's like, whoa. So, so, listen, so since listening to that song, I was like, damn, I got to step my pen game up. Oh, I got to step my pen game up. Um, I love that. Oh, okay. Definitely got to listen. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And Luther, I mean, Luther, like the, the baritone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His love songs. Oh, yeah. Tina, the craziness, the rawness, the Tony, the sexiness, the sultriness. Yeah. Absolutely. Brandy, the airiness, the lightness, the vocal Bible. She's the vocal Bible. The vocal Bible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. That's, that, that's it. That, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Hmm. What else do the people need to know? What else do the people need to know? Oh, man. I mean, if we, we can we can keep going, like diving deep into the songs. If you yeah, I'm I'm yeah I'm down for it. Um, 
what the people, what else need, they need to know? Love Me Now is just the start of what I can do. It's just the start. Honestly, it's it's on my best work, yes, but it's not one, it's not, I'm gonna say that. It's, it's some of my best work, yes, but I, it's so much more to come and it's so much more that I have to offer and it's so much more stories I have begun. I can't even like tell you like how much content I've been writing and producing and the stuff to come. It's, it's, gonna, it's gonna talk, let me know. Let me know, let me know is good. Let me know is good. But what's to come? Wow. You're like, damn, this boy crazy. This boy is insane. Did you say that? He already said that. Okay. I mean, yeah, it seems like, you know, the work speaks for itself. I mean, the fact that, you know, you learned about production and engineering um, in that short amount of time to, you know, that level and that you've written so many songs since essentially that project in another short amount of time it's like you know clearly of course like there's gonna just be so much good stuff there's, yeah you know, the more and more you do it's just gonna keep improving and you're gonna be able to get your, your concepts out. yeah i just i had it's like a jungle you gotta, you gotta cut through the cut through the vines and to get to get through we gotta get to and i feel like that's what it was like i have to figure this out this is what i want to do this is what i was I was I was made to do this, and I I can't even stretch stress that enough. I was born to be an artist because I just have a creative I just have a creative gene inside of me. It's like I can't focus on reckless stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. and now we spark a conversation about music. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Who did what? Who did mm-hmm. what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, since starting this podcast has just been really you know exciting for me to you know just get to know talented you know artists and independent artists and I think you know independent artists of course like they don't they don't have the exposure and they don't you know really get to get their shine so it's really um yet yet for me yes 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 because Rico Nancy is an independent artist and I'm I'm well, not not more so anymore. I think she signed to a label, but when she was like independent, I was like, yeah, like do it. And this, well, I was reading an article just a couple of days ago, and it basically was saying that you know, being an independent artist is kind of, um, I guess, is one of the vital stages because you have to basically learn how to do everything in like you know a small budget. And when your label was, you know, with the label, you're like, okay, well, hey, here's you know, it's fifty thousand dollars to make this video happen. Okay, cool. Right. So. Okay, when you're indie, like, okay, I got a hundred dollars. What can I get with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Rico Nasty DMV. You know, yeah, Rico Nasty. Um, also like Dreamy uh, Sinatra. I think his name is on Instagram. He's oh, dope. Yeah, he is really dope. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, to him. yeah. Um, who else I like? Ah, uh, that's, that's some great DMV people. It's yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited them and for me what you said now i said i'm excited for them and for me like you know it's it's enough room for everybody for sure for sure i'm all yeah i'm always excited to see all the there's so much talent in the dmv area that's really exciting mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah and i'm excited for you as well i'm like thank really you yeah like you know genuinely to see love me now and also what you know what else you have in store too i'm, I'm excited to follow your journey 
Well, speaking of whatever else I have, um, I was going to wait, but um, I will be releasing my first Christmas album this November okay. too. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. You're just, yeah, you're on it. You're like being very productive. You're being very prolific. Yeah. I, I just felt like, <clears throat> excuse me. I just felt like this is my time. And so it just, why not do it? I mean, we have all the, literally, literally have all the time. What, what else can I do? We're, like, we're stuck inside of ours. Right. We're inside. What else can I do? Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, you know what? The holiday season's coming along and I, I'm going to bump to my own Christmas music. And I love, I love Christmas music. I love the, tra- the traditional, the, the trumpets, the horns, the, the jingle, sorry, it's the police officer. The jingle bells, all that good stuff I love. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to get. I mean, is everything cool over there? He's like driving down the street. I live, I live across the street from a shopping center. So he's like, cut through the shopping center. Um, but yeah, I like, you know, traditional Christmas music. And I love, I have a top five for holiday albums. And so. It's here. It's here. Um, Oh, a top five? Okay, so on top five. Um, ah, okay. <laughs> on the so, yes. Um, my top five albums. I would say number number five would be... Uh, five. Four. No, no, five. five. Okay, okay, five. five. Right. So number, number five would be Tony Braxton's A um, uh, Snowflake of Love. Mm-hmm. I discovered that like in high school, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's a Christmas album! It's crazy!" Um, oh my gosh, number four would be Luther Vandross. He, I think it's called "A Christmas Miracle" or something like that. It's really good. Here I am every day, every Christmas. Um, number three would be um, Whitney Houston's "A." Uh, I think it's called "One Wish." Her Christmas album is really good. Her version of First Noel, whoo, something crazy. Uh, number two, I would say would be Natalie, Natalie Cole's um, Holly and Ivy Christmas album. It's like jazz inspired, but it's also traditional and, and she has a little bit of choir up in there. I'm like, okay. And I think my number one Christmas album would be Tamar Braxton's Winter's, Winter's Love, Lover's Land. Hey, winter's winter's yeah, that's 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 dope. Oh, I just, so I was like, I just knew yeah. you were gonna say Mariah Carey on it. Ah, uh, so to me, I like Alone for Christmas is You, but I never never listened to her Christmas albums all the way through. I just feel like her her Christmas. Oh my god, nah, let me try to be killed by the uh, the lambs. All I'm gonna say is I never I listened to the Christmas album. I had to had to catch myself. Nah, right, no, this no. is like public record right now. Um, I'm gonna just say I never listened to her Christmas album all the way through entirely of her um, increments of her Christmas songs on her projects. I think she has two Christmas albums. I never listened to one all the way through. That's what I will say. But I mean, yeah, you know, you've cited her as one of your your biggest oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She one of my influences. Her pen is crazy, and her high notes are crazy, and her resilience is crazy. Like, just keep coming back, keep back for more, for more. That's how it should be. So, yeah, Christmas album is coming um, in November, and I'm super excited. And it's non-traditional. It's non-traditional at all. 
non-traditional non-traditional it's not like come it's not like you know silent no no is it so it's gonna have a a contemporary sound yes it's gonna be excuse me it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna have different flavors still like love me now it's like i feel like i would i would say it's like love me now's little brother holiday version it's it's still me still gives it's still my sound but it's just you know my spin on traditional christmas songs and i have four four covers and then five originals so i'm giving you a little bit more i'm giving you a little bit of me and it's still a little bit of what you know what you are used to hearing you know some of your old good favorites so that's fun i see no very cool very cool yeah yeah honey you've been working yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to release this uh, information until November, but I mean, we're about two weeks away, so True. yeah, it's coming It's coming soon. Oh, dude, that's great. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun, and honestly, I wanted to do a Christmas album, like, I wanted to do something where it's like, you know, it's it's great that, you know, you can put, you can put it on and listen to it all the way through, and you know, you're going to have those songs where, you know, it's real slow and sexy and it's it's uh, what you're used to as far as in Christmas music. It's you know some slow bops in there where you're like, okay, you know, I can drink my eggnog and chill out. And then you have someone who's like, oh, you know what? It's Christmas Eve. You know, it's the morning Christmas Eve. Let me put this on right now and go shower to it. You like, oh yeah, deck the all down's falling. You like getting it? Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So and again, so it's. Yeah, you're thinking about yeah the, the flow of it and and the energy that you're bringing you know the progression yeah. of the project as well and honestly i feel like it's something that i've never heard before i you know christmas music is like you know it's, it's only done one way people know it's only done one way traditional horns keys you know the bells and all the good stuff and it's there's bells and mines too but it's not like okay all right this is a christmas album it's a little slow and it's a it's, a, it's like a little small climax and it's the rest of being slow no no Nope. That's, that's that's not it at all. It's it's fun. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. A little, you know, you brought up a you know an interesting point about you know being an independent artist and you know that developmental stage in terms of you know and even you yourself um, had to you know develop a lot of skills um, out of necessity. You know, in terms of you know, yeah. I mean. Mastering. I so I don't I don't mix and master my own stuff. Okay. I don't do that. I I'm gifted in a lot of things, but not that. I I to draw the line. So yeah. I do I send that out to my producer. Okay. But other things I do do as far as my all my cover art, I do all my own cover art. Mm-hmm. And um, what else I do? I mean, I do I do everything else. I do everything else. Just not that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is the fat line. Sure, sure. And it's, um, you know, it's, I think, well, it is the best time for artists to be able to stand on their own um, and yeah. to be able to create their own music and, and put it out themselves. Yeah, I would say, I would say it's a great time when you're an introvert for sure, because, you know, you're used to doing yourself and, you know, you can get things done. Um, I will also say the flip side too is when you are an indie artist, you know, you have a lot of things that you're taking on 
And sometimes it can be a little taxing physically, emotionally, um, mentally. It's a, it's a lot of things that you like, you know, you deal with on a daily basis. And somehow, somehow, as independent artists, we, we find the courage and the strength to keep going every single day. And I can honestly say that, like, it's, it's some days are better than others. Some days you're like, oh, what is this? What am I doing? This is horrible. This is crap. I don't know what I'm doing. This is not one key. Like, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. No, it is taxing, you know, do, I mean, yeah, doing everything yourself, like, yeah, I mean, there are moments and times where it's like, you know, exciting, of course, to be learning new things, but then it is like, you know, a lot to, to have to do everything, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and every, every element of everything. So I think, you know, even yes. the things that you can put to other people, uh, I think that's really great, you know, and to, um, it's it helps the music overall. It helps our own well being as well. Um, yeah, I I I honestly cannot imagine doing my own mixing and mastering because <laughs> I do I I'm I'm writing the songs. I'm do, I'm producing myself, and then I'm you know putting all the, the the plugins on. I'm putting the reverbs and delays and you turn it, and I'm you know already pre mixing the instrument you know the beats before I send it to them. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm mixing to a certain point. I'm preliminary mixing. So they're just going in, you know, and mastering and tweaking it. Da, 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 da. So that's already, you know, a lot in, in a nutshell. And the fact that with my Christmas album, I just finished it, like, I think two weeks ago. And I knocked out, I did, like, I think I did, like, three songs in one day. I was That was my schedule. Like, wake up, do three in one day. Try to get them mixed, master, gates, da, 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 da. Like, get them, get them done. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. so yeah it's a lot it's a lot but it's it's for it's rewarding when you see something that you've been working on or something that you had inside of you to be given to the world for mm. consumption it's like you know so you're, you're like oh, i don't know how you're gonna feel about this how you gonna, mm. how you gonna proceed you know you're a little you're a little, you're a little nervous mm. but then you realize what you're doing it for and so it's like okay okay, okay. yeah i was thinking today about how you know personal you, I mean, one, it, well, music is, but um, one, it's, I mean, when the stories are personal and, you know, they're literally coming out of your brain, your heart, you know, your your inner mm-hmm. self, that's already really personal. And then to sing, you know, have your your voice, like our voice kind of can be, can feel like the manifestations, you know, of ourselves, of our being, and um, of course, mm-hmm. like the music. And when you, when you do everything, it's like, yeah, like, I decided that it sounds like this sounds good. So, so much of ourselves goes into the songs we're doing like that. So when yep. someone doesn't like it or something, then it can feel like you really don't like me. Yeah, yeah, you feel like a little, uh, like personally attacked and it's like, right. ah, you can't feel that way. And it's like, I've tried to keep that in mind. Like, okay, it's not they don't personally like me. It's that, you know, something in the song, they, you know, they couldn't resonate with or something something in a song that turned them off or something in the video they didn't like. It's like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, it's, there's, you know, there's something out there for everybody. And so they just don't, they mm-hmm. won't, you know, right. they, won't, yeah. they won't like it. That's cool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought the same thing as well. Like, you know, something like, if, like, for example, if I'm singing like a Jack Johnson singer songwriter song, but they're listening to like some Afrobeats, some Afrobeats thing, then clearly like we're on different frequencies right now. And it's not, it, you know, a different, you know, it's not, you know, um, it's not that they don't like me as a person, it's just 
the the vibes that they're on and that their bodies attuned to is different. And um, also, you know, we are we are more than our songs as well. Like there's more to us than our music. You know, incredibly absolutely act and things like that. So, um, what do you? How do you keep going? And what do you tell yourself um, if you're feeling like having, you know, maybe some doubts or feeling discouraged? Um. Mm, what I tell myself, um, that's a good one. Oh, you gotta stop on that one. What I, what I tell myself, I tell myself that for a long time, honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life for a long time. I knew I wanted to be a celebrity. I knew I wanted to, you know, be in a limelight. You know, I wanted to, you know, drive all the, you know, the cool cars and, you know, and all the nice clothing on, clothing, all the good stuff. But when I got, into college and, you know, I thought that, you know, interior design was going to be my, my path. And so, you know, I just thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do, you know, do, do, do. And so when I found out music is my passion, it's my first love, it's my first love. It's, it's, it's like music, modeling, and like, it's like music and then acting and modeling like this, mm-hmm. neck and neck. But music is like right, right there in the front right now. So I feel like I, I have to keep reminding myself that this is what I was born to do and nothing feels more right than, than writing a song and then going and, and laying down those vocals and, and no matter how bad they may be early in the morning, cause they got warm them up. They're like a car in the winter, you gotta keep, you know, keep warm. And so when I put a song together and I hear that playback and I hear how that lead vocal flows with, with the with the, with that instrument, those instruments, and I hear that background coming, and I'm like, boy, no one's gonna ever do it like me, because there's only one of you. There's only one right. of you in the world. So no one, no one's ever made the same. We're not, we're all different. We're all made, you know, we're all part of a human race. Yes, we're all the same, but we're different. We have distinct differences. And so when I hear a song and playback. And I go, you know what? I may not sound like Brandy, or I may not sound like Luther, I may not sound like Tony, I may not sound like Whitney, I may not sound like Mariah, but I sound like D. Gibbs. Mm-hmm. And I was born to do this. Mm-hmm. Was it good? Was it because if I wasn't born to do this, it wouldn't feel good. It wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel like work. It doesn't, and it doesn't feel like work. It feels like me having fun and creating an idea and me, me just putting it out. It doesn't feel like, uh, I gotta do this, click, click, click. I gotta do this, drag that over. I, I gotta do this. It don't feel like that. It feels like, oh, I want to do this. Oh my God, oh, so many ideas. Oh, I'll put this here. Oh, that sounds dope there. Oh, let's put that there. It doesn't feel like work at all when I'm working in the studio at all. Yeah, it sounds like you're speaking on, you know, this as purpose and it, it just yeah. really resonates with your being. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it took me a while to get there, but I when I just tell myself, you were born to do this. And I tell myself, if you want this bad enough, you are going to make a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I just was like, you know, you know, when you're making excuses, you're like, oh, I can't do this, or oh, I don't have the money for this, or oh, you know, I can't do this, or this, oh, this happened because of this, and all oh, my childhood, you know, oh, you told me I was this, and all oh, look like this, and mm-hmm. no, you have. If you want this bad enough, and you're hungry enough to get it, mm-hmm. you're gonna make it happen. Yeah. So that's why I keep telling myself. And, and I also tell myself who I do it for. Those three things. I tell myself I make for this. And I tell myself that, you know, 
um, who I do it for. And who I do it for is for them black boys and for them black girls. It's not, I mean, it's not a race thing, but it's it just me. I can identify I'm a black, I'm a black man. I do it for the black boys and for the black girls. If like they don't have nobody out there that they can identify with, you can identify with me. That's how I do it for. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Um, hmm. I feel like let us do, you know, some closing remarks, some closing things that you know, right. anything you wanna wanna do, anything you wanna say. Anything I want to say. Um, anything I want to say, I want to say that this is today's October, today's October 20th, today's October 20th, 2020, and I will be a successful artist in the span of two years or less, you will never go anywhere without hearing my name or hearing any of my music. So I wanna say that now, because I'm gonna put that into the atmosphere and into the universe, because I know it to be true. And I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay, I love it. Um, you're a talented overall artist and clearly you're putting in you know, so much work. Um, and it doesn't feel like work because this is, you know, the reason that you're here and you enjoy it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I look forward to, to hearing more. And, um, yeah, you're putting it into the universe and you're putting Absolutely. the behind it. So, yeah. I mean, I try, you know, when you're so long making excuses and then you're just like, oh, shoot, I have, there's, no, there's nothing else for me to be having excuses for. We're locked inside. Of our houses like every day all day every day all day you can't go outside we're gonna die like Mm -hmm. we're gonna do and you have all the tools to get all of your ideas out yeah so i you know i just keep going and i'm so excited for let me now october 26 20 what is this october 26 2020 and for my christmas album to come out this november um i'm thinking the first week of no i'm thinking the week of thanksgiving week of thanksgiving okay yes great so we're coming we're coming we're coming coming and where can people follow you and how can they support you oh people can follow me on twitter at d gibbs x um as well as instagram same thing d gibbs d g i b s x my name is d gibbs but the x is silent um probably doesn't confuse people but um but YouTube, D Gibbs, X, D Gibbs X2. My Facebook, I think it's the same thing, D Gibbs X. Yeah, I'm all over. Same thing, same name, D Gibbs X as me. Okay. Just check me out. Give me a listen. Give me a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Let me know why you hate it. Let me know why you love it. I don't, don't get offended <clears throat> anymore. <laughs> anymore. Okay, great, everybody. So stream love me now and follow d gibbs and, yes sir you know when no november comes around and you're you know around eating with your family bumping the christmas album yes i'm so excited that's the only even fuck a christmas album it's like a regular you know it's like you know just music but you'll when you listen to the lyrics you're like oh he's talking about christmas mm-hmm. oh shoot oh, it's okay. like rapping in there some rapping some breaking in there some yeah. pop in there hey it's a lot of it in there. 
That's great. Yeah, well, thank you again for, for coming on to Harmonic Heart to share thank your you. time and talk to us about your album. Thank you, I appreciate it. And I'm just looking forward to the world, just uh, consume me, love me now, and just know that it's a part of me. So when you listen to these songs, you're listening to, you're listening to a thought of D. Gibbs because, because you have to have a thought in order to have an idea, in order to write it down, in order to produce it, in order to create it, in order to put it out to the world. So it starts off as a thought, listen to D. Gibbs thoughts. Well, yes, everyone, um, follow and stream details. Yes, sir. Thank you.